Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani, and this hour we'll investigate a lineup of musical bad boys from Renaissance England, as well as hear music by the notorious Prince of Venosa, Carlo Gesualdo, plus music by Scottish composer Tobias Hume on our featured release, Alas, Poor Men. quick look back in time. We spun the wheel and it landed on 1562. In Venice, one of the 16th century's most influential composers died. Adrian Villert served as organist, choirmaster, and composer at St. Mark's Basilica for 35 years and cultivated a style of writing for cori spezzati, or separated choirs. The sonic effects of Villert's innovative compositions were emulated by succeeding musicians at St. Mark's, such as Cipriano de Rore and Andrea Gabrielli, and later Claudio Monteverdi. The year 1562 also marks the births of composers John Bull and Jan Peterson Svelink. Bull and Svelink became acquainted while the former was exiled in Flanders. By then, Bull was the bearer of a doctorate degree from Oxford University, as well as the brunt of suspicion for the crimes of forced entry, adultery, and fathering a child out of wedlock. Svelink was an employee of the Oudekirk in Amsterdam. His improvisational skill earned him the informal title of the Orpheus of Amsterdam. The two musicians inhabited an environment that was flourishing from Amsterdam's pivotal position along worldwide trade routes. During the early 17th century, a time now referred to as the city's golden age, Amsterdam's wealth was unparalleled. In Padua, Italy, a famous anatomist and physician died in 1562. Gabriel Falloppio made major contributions to the field of medicine. While much of his own work dealt with the anatomy of the head, he is well known for his research in human sexuality, including a treatise on syphilis, which advocated the use of the condom as a means of protection from the disease. This has been a glimpse back in time to the year 1562. I'm Angela Mariani. You can find more about the people, events, and music from this era online in our blog section, along with early music t-shirts, totes, and books in our gift store. Find it all at harmoniaearlymusic.org.
We'll begin this hour on Harmonia with a lineup of three so-called bad boys of Renaissance England. First in line is King Henry VIII, a monarch whose lust for Tudor hegemony forever altered the course of England's history. The trouble began when Henry's first marriage to Catherine of Aragon failed to yield a male heir. This prompted Henry to take drastic measures in order to have his marriage annulled. Henry established himself as supreme head of the Church of England following the schism between the Roman Catholic Church and the Anglican Church and cast his domain into a state of political and religious unrest. Those who stood against Henry's annulment, such as Lord Chancellor Thomas More, were often seized and executed. Even the powerful Cardinal Thomas Wolsey, who at first failed to forward the annulment, was stripped of title and property and accused of treason. Thank you. 
works attributed to King Henry VIII, the ensemble Sirinu performed, Though Some Sayeth That You Ruleth Me, If Love Now Reigned, and Pastime With Good Company. You can become a fan of Harmonia Early Music on Facebook or follow our updates all week long on Twitter. Just search for Harmonia. Henry VIII, William Byrd, and John Bull are men remembered for their musical mastery and the messiness of their lives. Their stories are spun amidst the intricate development of England's political and religious identity. The rule of Henry VIII prompted a lasting climate of religious unrest that touched upon the life and work of our second bad boy, William Byrd. During the reign of Protestantism forwarded by Queen Elizabeth I, Byrd dangerously began to identify with Catholicism. Although born into a Protestant family, later in life, Byrd's emerging Catholic faith manifested in his music. Some believe that from the 1580s onward, Byrd's mournful biblical settings suggested his rebellious sentiment. Around that time, too, Byrd was subject to suspicion due to his associations with Catholic figureheads and anti-Protestant plots. This suspicion caused Byrd's appointment as a gentleman of the Chapel Royal to be temporarily suspended and his actions periodically scrutinized.
We heard The Cardinal's Music, directed by Andrew Carwood, performing Vigilate from William Byrd's 1589 Canciones Sacre. Third in our lineup of Renaissance English bad boys is John Bull, whose life may also have been affected by England's religious climate. Bull wrote a series of letters in which he claimed he had fled England for Flanders due to religious persecution. Whether this was fact or whether the mischievous Bull simply invented the excuse in order to secure his status abroad is unknown. Prior to his exile, Bull was, like Byrd, a gentleman of the Chapel Royal. He earned the esteem of Queen Elizabeth I and received her recommendation for a professorship at Gresham College. Some wonder whether Bull worked as a spy for his queen. The reason for his trip to continental Europe in 1601, as well as his whereabouts within, remain unclear. Bad boy or international renaissance man of mystery? What do you think?
Renaissance music by John Bull. We heard Ensemble Charivari Agréable's arrangement of The King's Hunt and the Hexachord Fantasia. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, celebrating 25 years of service to the field of early music, on the web at earlymusic.org. I'm Angela Mariani. Investigating Renaissance bad boys on this edition of Harmonia. Now to the brutal misdeeds of yet another. From an early age, Carlo Gesualdo flouted aristocratic codes of behavior. Displaying pride in one's own musical abilities was considered ignoble and risked lowering one's status to that of a hired entertainer. In spite of this, Gesualdo puzzled guests by flaunting his obsession with music, particularly his own compositions. The courtier Alfonso Fontanelli wrote that he was forced to sit and listen to Gesualdo's lute-playing for an hour and a half. He also heard endless discourses on Gesualdo's two favorite pastimes, hunting and music. Much of the scandal surrounding Gesualdo stems from his marriage to Donna Maria Davalos, Around 1588, only two years after the wedding, Maria began a love affair with the Duke of Andria, Fabrizio Carafa. The affair continued unchecked until Gesualdo, returning home from a hunting excursion, found the two lovers in flagrante dilecto and violently murdered them. A number of reports state that Gesualdo also murdered his infant son after looking him in the eyes and doubting his descent. However, this cannot be verified. Some believe that signs of Gesualdo's guilt are apparent in his music. Its distinctive sound and heightened pathos can hardly be heard elsewhere. Examples from Gesualdo's fifth and sixth books of madrigals include juxtapositions of passages with wildly fleeing melodies, as well as a frequent use of dissonant chromaticism. Some of the effects within these compositions were not heard again until the 19th century.
Music by Don Carlo Gesualdo, Prince of Venosa. Ensemble Metamorphose, led by Maurice Bourbon, sang two selections from Gesualdo's sixth book of madrigals, Belta, Poiche Tassenti, and Ardo per te, Mio Bene. Coming up, music by Tobias Hume and John Dowland in our featured recording by the ensemble Unidas. You're listening to Harmonia. Hundreds of archived episodes, playlists, and podcasts can be found on our website at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Our featured recording is by the Ensemble Unidas, which was formed by soprano Teresa DeLuy and recorder and viola de gamba player Eva Reiter. The two women connected over their passion for English music and poetry while studying at the University of Music and Performing Arts in Vienna. They're joined by lutenist Christopher Dickey on the recording Alas, Poor Men, which explores the English Renaissance solo song. The recording includes works by John Dowlin and Tobias Hume. Dowlin's melancholy song, Morn, Morn, Day is with Darkness Fled, is part of a collection published in 1600. Its lyrics describe a world over which a pall has been cast. Hell rules in heaven's stead, and mankind dwells in darkness. Tobias Hume's Alas, Poor Men was published in 1607 with his first book of airs. Its lyrics speak of mankind's abject existence and hapless pursuit of vain desires.
Melancholic music from John Dowland and Tobias Hume, performed by the ensemble Unidas in the featured recording, Alas, Poor Men. Interested in expanding your own early music collection? Each week we review recordings new and old on the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Support for Harmonia is made possible in part by the Crystal DeHaan Family Foundation, serving organizations in central Indiana and recognizing the children and families of Crystal House International. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any aspect of this program. You can leave a comment or question anytime by visiting harmoniaearlymusic.org and clicking on Contact. The writer for this edition of Harmonia is Laura Osterlin. 
Thanks to our studio engineer, Mike Pashkash, and our staff, David Wood, John Bailey, Anna Pranger, and Luann Johnson. Additional technical support comes from KOHM at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Carrie Boyce is our executive producer, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia.